0: This is the Mindfulness and Productivity Systems podcast with Dr. Serene Sharif. This is a space where we explore how mindfulness, productivity systems and our thoughts create the magic in our life. I'm here to help and support you if you are struggling with overwhelm and burnout and you're looking for tools to take control of your time, mind, energy and productivity. I'm your host, Dr. Serene Sharif, and I'm a general surgeon, medical educator, mom to three wonderful children, and wife, which were all instrumental in my journey to be a productivity and burnout coach. I'm excited to share my tools and unique framework to build a community We'll discuss how to overcome limiting beliefs and obstacles that are standing in the way of your dream life, as well as how to create and sustain your new habits in a way that will allow you to finally ditch your willpower and motivation struggles and have more time and energy to live your best life. This is episode number 61. I hope that you've been exploring what it means to give ourselves permission to be just us, to be human, to do the things that we want to, but have put on hold just because it seemed like the time or the circumstances was never right. I hope you've given yourself permission to do some of the things that actually bring you joy. You may have noticed that I did not actually have an episode last Week. This is something that I have been thinking about for some time, and as I was exploring really what it means to give me permission to do some of the things that I've been wanting to, I realized that as summer is coming up and I'm creating my intentional time, this is another space for me to give permission to myself. Over the next few months in summer, I will be doing biweekly weekly podcast episodes. So I hope that you will enjoy the break in between as you consider some of the thought questions and journal prompts that I'm sharing and explore some of the answers for yourself. I hope your summer planning is going well. I'm enjoying exploring this topic of giving ourselves permission. And today we are going to continue that by exploring what it means to give ourselves permission to actually be present and feel our feelings. I want to start by sharing a quote from Brené Brown. Without understanding how our feelings, thoughts, and behaviors work together, it's almost impossible to find our way back to ourselves and each other. So when we really think about what it means to feel our feelings, what does it mean to increase our emotional awareness, to deepen the connection between our mind and our body? And how can we utilize the power of our feelings, our emotions to create the results that we want to see in our lives? So let's chat a little bit about what this means. Our emotions, and I'm going to use that interchangeably with feelings, our emotions, our feelings, our vibrations moving through our body. It is our interpretation on what these vibrations are that gives it meaning. When I've asked some of my clients to describe what anger feels like or, what happiness feels like, what sadness feels like. There's definitely some common elements on where they might feel it or what it might feel like in their body, but there's also the uniqueness for ourselves that actually pertains to our emotional awareness, our emotional intelligence, and our emotional language. What is the language and cultural connotations that some of these emotions might have for us? The key areas in our brain associated with processing and regulating emotions are really in our limbic system, which is in our primitive brain, as I've shared before. And this includes the amygdala, the hippocampus, and some of the neurochemicals that are produced in the hypothalamus. So when we talk about our emotional brain and how our emotions trigger our actions, sometimes we can be in that reactive mode instead of creating the results that we want to see intentionally and consciously. So when really talking about that, I want you to understand and remember that when we talk about our emotional brain, we're really talking about our primitive brain. And there is a process by which we can bring ourselves back to our prefrontal cortex, Our thinking brain, our intellectual brain, but but this is not something that will innately occur. This is something that we actually need to train our brain on how to do. Again, our emotions generates our actions and our repeated actions become our habits. So whether it is our habitual patterns of thought and our habitual patterns of actions, all of these are connected to our emotions. When we ignore our emotions, they tend to show up in ways that we might not necessarily want or like in our lives. But always, our emotions are communicating something to us. They are shining a light on our deep desires and goals. And this can show up as a conscious or unconscious thought or story. And we want to create the space and time that allows for this in our lives. By learning how to harness the power of our emotions, we get to intentionally choose our actions. Actions And ultimately our results. Now there's a lot of talk on the importance of emotional intelligence and how crucial it is for success, for leadership, for happiness, for productivity, because really emotional intelligence is how we create awareness, process, and regulate our emotions, and then use this information to guide our next step, whether it is creating intentional thoughts, actions, really it's connecting to to our sage inner wisdom as I have shared before. There's a series of steps that I'm going to share with you today, some key strategies to allow us to feel our feelings, to understand the underlying thought that is tethering these feelings to our body and thereby creating a deep connection between our mind and our body. Again, bringing us back to intentionally designing and creating our life. Step number one is looking at how do you feel your feelings as you create emotions? Emotional awareness and learn how to name and process your feelings. There are many questions that will help you evaluate this. And as always, I recommend that you have your favorite journal with you as you listen to some of these questions and explore how to accept, allow, and process your feelings. It's most helpful when you pick a specific instance or timeline in your life because you're going to be able to explore a lot deeper. When it is a true feeling that you have experienced and that is coming up for you. So when you think about your most recent feelings, what is a predominant feeling that is really showing up for you? It could be anger, frustration, joy, happiness, sadness, exhaustion, overwhelm, any of them. Now, once you have written down your primary or predominant feeling, I want you to explore Were there any other secondary feelings that came up for you? A lot of times when we think about something that happened and you've got this predominant feeling, say, of frustration, typically there are a few secondary feelings that can come up. It might be disappointment. It might be anger. It might be indecision or confusion. So when you are examining your specific circumstance, what are some of the secondary feelings that are coming up for you? And I want you to really take the time to explore Need the surface to dig a little deeper and find out what is going on underneath maybe some of the initial thoughts and feelings that came up for you when you're thinking about the specific circumstance. For many of us, identifying our emotions can actually be quite challenging. Our emotional language might be limited or restricted. I just want you to think about, is there something about this feeling that maybe you're finding it hard to name it? If that is so, I encourage you to Google emotion wheel, and you're going to find lots of options. What this does is it allows you to explore what maybe some of the feelings might be that might not have originally came up when you were thinking about this. Maybe you thought it was really anger, but it doesn't feel strong enough to be anger. Maybe it's a little bit milder, like irritation or mild annoyance. Explore where is that spectrum? how can you rate the intensity of the emotion on a scale of one to 10 and consider how deeply are you feeling this emotion on the emotion wheel? Where would I find it? Maybe there are some emotions that I just didn't consider because it's not really something that pops up when I think about emotions. And now that you've named it, I want you to explore what does this emotion feel like in your body? Where are you actually feeling it in your body? Does it start somewhere and radiate somewhere else. Are there any other associated details that you're noticing? Maybe there's a color or a temperature that you're connecting with this. Maybe there are other sensations that might be coming into your consciousness as you create the space and bring yourself truly present with this emotion. Now, as we start exploring what our emotions are communicating to us, right? What our emotions are feeling like in our body, there might be some discomfort that shows up. So it's really important that you are doing this in a space that feels safe and comfortable for you. And as you are present in this emotion, I want you to also remind yourself, I am safe. It's okay for me to feel this this is where I'm meant to be. When we feel discomfort, our primitive brain, of course, automatically says, danger alert. We don't want to feel this. This is uncomfortable. And so let's, let's stop it. But we can take a few deep breaths, bring ourselves back to the moment, connecting with mindfulness, connecting to our sage inner wisdom, reminding ourselves that we are safe, and we are more than able to feel this emotion and process it. As you you are exploring again what this emotion feels like in your body, where is it showing up? What is it bringing up for you? I want you to journal some of these details as you process through and understand your emotions. Over time, what journaling also gives us is the gift of reflection. It helps us identify patterns of how our emotions are presenting itself. This is also a space to maybe explore What are some healthy ways that you can express your emotions? Might be physical activity, journaling, creative arts, inclusive of all of the amazing ways for us to express ourselves, like art, like fine arts, music, dancing, baking, bread making, right? Anything that we use our creativity to express ourselves and explore what does this feeling mean for us? We may use spiritual practices and so many other strategies to... To help us express ourselves in a way that is authentically us, what actually makes sense based on who we are. This is also the space where we learn to accept our emotions without judgment, without shame, blame, or guilt. When we give ourselves permission to feel and to be human, we learn that we are actually meant to feel both positive and negative emotions in our human journey, and this. This is normal. Nothing has gone wrong, right? Because we think when we feel sad, we think, oh, there's something wrong. I just need to positive think myself out of this, or there's something wrong because I'm feeling upset, even though I've been working so hard to build that contentment and inner peace. Nothing has gone wrong. All of us, we are going to feel 50% of the time, positive emotions. And by definition, the other 50% of the time, negative emotions. When we ignore, resist, or avoid our feelings, then they end up getting disconnected from our conscious mind and they burrow deeper and deeper into our subconscious. These hidden emotions, they hold us hostage in our own mind, in our own lives. And we choose actions that are not healthy for us so that we can just continue this pattern of avoidance. This is really where emotional eating, addiction to drugs, alcohol, distraction through social media, Netflix, all of these things, they grow, creating distractions behavior patterns. By processing our feelings and bringing them into our consciousness, we can be connected to our true self and guide our actions with intention rather than reaction. Shin Zen said, the key to happiness is understanding that suffering is caused by resisting pain. Suffering is created when we resist the reality that we currently exist in. So instead of resisting our emotions, let us Create the awareness so we can observe and acknowledge our emotions, our feelings as they arrive. And when we accept them, when we treat them as a treasured but transient visitor, they will drift through our consciousness and leave as gently as they came into it. When we recognize that it is totally normal to feel negative emotions, when we accept that, yep, yeah, I'm going to feel grief for loss of loved ones and sometimes they just come and that doesn't mean that I'm doing something wrong that just means I have loved and now this is a memory of my loved one coming through I can acknowledge that I can be present in that grief and I can let it go I don't have to create any abnormal meaning any stories and why this is wrong and how I shouldn't be doing it and how I should be doing better processing them or judging essentially how my feelings are showing up I don't need to do any of that. I can just be present without making it mean that anything has gone wrong. Step number two is identifying what is the underlying thought that is attached to that particular feeling. Again, journaling is a great way to reveal those deeper thoughts. A lot of times those subconscious thoughts that may be acting as the trigger, asking yourself what actually happened. Let's separate the facts from the thoughts and stories that we're having about the Okay, let's be clear. What is the emotion that you're feeling? And what is the thought that is generating this emotion? What is the impact of this unintentional thought model in your life? It is a universal thought that our feelings are always coming from our thought in the moment. It's really our thoughts and our beliefs that allows us to interact and engage with our environment. This is actually how we create meaning within our human experience. Most of the time, we believe, that our external circumstances, which is really the stories that we tell ourselves about what is going on around us, we think it's those circumstances that creates our feelings. But in reality, it is really our thoughts about our external circumstances that generates our emotions in the moment, our human experience. And our feelings, which again, are the vibrations within our body, they trigger our actions and our actions create our results. So it's important for us to remember that our results are always a reflection on our thoughts and not our circumstances. And as you create clarity on your unintentional model, This is a great space to explore the results that you actually want to create and work backwards to create your intentional model of thoughts and feelings that are essential to create those results. The choice is always within us. And last but not least, step three is really opening our heart and mind to listen deeply and just to ask ourselves, what is this feeling trying to tell me? What does this feeling mean in my life? And keep that journal handy because you're going to have a lot of things that come up that you are going to want to write down because it's not just about exploring what it means, but then it's also giving yourself a little space and then coming back and reflecting on what you're Your mind, your heart is trying to communicate to you. What does this emotion mean? What do I need right now to support myself, to give myself love and compassion through this journey? And A lot of times I've had clients say that this is the part they get stuck. They're just not sure what to say. They're not sure what actually would help. I have found it's much easier to think about what would you say to a friend or a loved one? Write down these words of support and kindness because these are the perfect reminders for us. Some of the most powerful phrases that I have used for myself and shared with others and I've had others share with me are, I am enough. I am enough, right? This is incredibly powerful to remind ourselves. I am here for you because a lot of times processing through some of these emotions, especially if it's not something that we've done before very much, It can be hard. What a great way to remind ourselves that I am here for you. Another thought that has been incredibly powerful is I can figure this out. I have done harder things. Yeah, I might not know the answer right now, but I can figure this out. I want you to explore what feels true and connected for your heart. There may be other phrases that are coming up for you. And I'd love for you to share on social media and leave as a comment on iTunes. Because this is how we learn. This is how we get to explore and share and acknowledge that we are living an imperfect and extremely human experience. Accepting that allows us to let go of what we think it should be and to actually just accept what it is. This process eases our suffering and it helps us start our healing. Ultimately, it's important to remember that we are not alone in this journey and nothing has gone wrong. I hope this time together has helped you explore, process, understand, accept all of the actions on any emotion that is coming up for you. If there is a particular feeling that you really want to explore deeper, I encourage you to check out my March 2022 episodes where I explore a spectrum of feelings and what it can mean, what it is trying to communicate. What are some places to explore the significance of these emotions as well? How do you release that chokehold, right? That these emotions have on our lives, the emotions of overwhelm and disappointment and frustration. Sometimes it feels like it's just clinging on to our days and it is so hard to let go of it. So I encourage you to explore If any of these emotions are ringing true for you, I think I explored almost 20 plus emotions during those sessions. And then come back and listen to this again, learning to process, learning to feel, learning to be present and mindful, learning to connect on what is, instead of resisting and suffering, trying to change something in our reality, something that is part of our external circumstance. And I hope that this will actually open the door to giving yourself permission to feel, permission to be human, and permission to do What brings you joy? I will be sharing on social media some practical tools and everyday experience of what it means to feel your feelings, what it means to explore our intentional and unintentional thought model, and ultimately what it means to design and live your intentional, joyful dream life. So I look forward to connecting with you virtually. If there is something in your life that you've been looking to change, to nurture, to grow, to get to that next step, to create clarity on what that next step is going to be. This is a perfect time to give yourself permission to put yourself first. Let's talk more so you can explore and see what is it that you really need help with? How can you use the next few months? To really create some changes so that by the end of the year, you know that you have done everything. A lot of times I hear the struggle of I don't have enough time or I don't want to spend money on myself. And really the true question is what is the cost of inaction in your life right now? What are the dreams that you've been putting off? The things that you've been delaying? What could be different in your life today if you were willing to take your belief in yourself and take one action? What could be different in three months, six months, a year, if you're ready to create some change. So connect with me on social media, feel free to reach out and schedule a call with me. I would love to chat with you and support you as you continue to create the results that you want to see in your life. For all those listening, thank you for joining us today. If you found this valuable, please like, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes and share it with a friend or two. I would so appreciate that. I would love to hear from you. If you have a story, to share about burnout or overwhelm, please reach out to me so we can continue to build this community so no one has to go through burnout and overwhelm alone. You can reach out to me at my website serenitywellnessmd.com or Mindfulness and Productivity Systems Facebook page or at serenitywellnessmd on Instagram. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice. Tune in for the next episode Thursday morning. Goodbye for now.